This podcast is sponsored by WeAudition.com. So stay tuned to find out how you can get 25% off of your pro membership. Ta-da! Shazam! I work in an office. On my fifth day, I had to ask for the day off because I had an audition. I'm famous, David. In our local area, I am a celeb. We're not going out anywhere. Why the fuck do you need to prep your moustache? Can you hear the anger in his voice? This is a pet peeve. People that are still not wearing a mask. Right then, folks. What will it be? Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Two Actors Walking to a Bar. This episode is so good, we've recorded it twice because someone fucked up their audio. It was me. Great. (laughs) (laughs) We recorded a whole episode and I didn't realise till it came to editing it that... And this is a good lesson for anyone who wants to do a podcast out there. Get a decent mic and also make sure you've got a decent recording software. We use Audacity, but make sure... When using Audacity, even if you've got your professional mic set up as your default mic, make sure that Audacity hasn't decided randomly, despite the fact every other podcast episode has been recorded with this (laughs) mic, that doesn't decide to go, I know, we're going to record this from your laptop mic. So the audio sounds like you're shouting through a baked bean can, and then all of a sudden it gets corrupted because your laptop fan starts going... Can you hear the anger in his voice? <laughs> it's because I'm a total battle axe and he was terrified to have to tell me. I had to message going, Scar- 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 Scarlet, I'm- we need to record another episode. You can't hurt me. You're not allowed within two meters. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? Oh, God. I'm already cringing at what I'm about to do. I am not drinking the greatest Cornwall's pale ale in the world. This is just... A tribute. <laughs> it's called tribute. I'm sorry, everyone. That was terrible. Again, this is from when Hannah and I went on holiday to Cornwall. Fucking hell, what did you do? Fill the car up? Um, well, they No, they sell them down here, but I got oh, a custom. Okay. I figured while we're in Cornwall, I'll try some of the local beverages. and Like you would if you were going instead on a foreign holiday. But Yes. No, no. I mean... You're going with the Cornwall ale. Well, depending on who you ask... You know, you could say you are going on a foreign holiday in Cornwall because, um, Uh, you know, some people think Cornwall is a different country. By the way, Scarlett, I totally heard that burp you tried to do away (laughs) from camera (laughs) and I'm leaving that in. (laughs) No, you can't. (laughs) I'm trying to Uh, uphold some sort of ladylikeness. I feel like if I feel like by this point, that's... I sounded like fucking Barney from The Simpsons. (laughs) You can't keep that in. (laughs) Anyway, how's how's life been treating you recently? Um, yeah, it's okay. I'm sort of less cabin feverish, but I don't know. Um, People still piss me off. Nothing ever stops that. Well, when this episode goes out, we will... I was about to say we'll be God knows where we'll be but we'll be out of lockdown we'll be back in tears <laughs> we'll be out of lockdown too and we'll be in the new tier system well apart from Cornwall the Isle of Wight and the Isles of Sis- not Sicily Sicily I I don't know the Isles off Cornwall silly yeah silly um, everywhere silly is either in tier 2 or tier 3 except Cornwall Isle of Wight and silly um, because I don't know well the Isle of Wight 
They weren't silly. <laughs> they weren't silly. I, I, I looked into this. The Isles of Scilly, they had their first case of COVID in September. That was their first positive case. I was like, fucking hell, that's wow. nuts. Jealous. I know, right? <laughs> but how strange that they were put into lockdown, etc. Like us, but had no cases. That does seem peculiar. And I, I don't know how small it is. I think there's only like 2,000 people living there. Shout us out. If you're from the Isles of Scilly, uh, first, tell us how to pronounce it properly, because I have a feeling that's not how you say it. And second, <laughs> what's it like over there? Is it nice? Can we can we come over? Because we can actually come over there and have a pint without having to buy a meal. <laughs> They'll be like, no, you can fuck right off, because if you bring your gross COVID over here, <laughs> then it'll be rampant and the 2,000 will all be dying. Oh... Uh. <laughs> I have good news, though. Oh, we like good news. She's got chocolate. <laughs> That's good news for you. <laughs> yeah, true. Do you like fruit or not? Um, no, I don't. Oh. I don't see why you should try and make chocolate healthy by adding fruit to it. <laughs> Says the boy who's doing like his third round of fucking Joe Wicks's ninety-day plan. Oh, listen to me, Russell. That packet <laughs> ASMR. Mm. Dairy milk, fruit and nut. Okay, maybe we shouldn't say dairy milk. It's probably copyright. Um, they'll be wanting money. Well, <laughs> this is not a product placement. Well, no, they'll be giving us money because we're advertising them. And we're, we're showing how great they sound or how their packages sound using ASMR. So any ASMR fans out there, you're welcome. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever thought of... Maybe this will be the topic of this week's episode. Have you ever thought of doing ASMR? We've got the mics for it and, you know, we can tap and... <laughs> I can't say I have. I don't know what that was. The most risque thing that I've ever thought of doing was setting up a family-wide account on OnlyFans for selling pictures of all of our feet. <laughs> Tell the lovely listeners your plan of a family-wide OnlyFans. I genuinely think... I don't think I've heard of a family OnlyFans. I've heard of, like, no, couples doing it. No, what a fucking it. niche. Somebody else will take this idea. You, I bet my bottom dollar that somebody else will take this idea and, and then we'll be like, oh, actually, I just thought of something. Group of girls I did my final university project with. We still have a group chat. Our last year performance was called um, Evolver Things You Could Have Taxed. So it was a pun about period and sanitary products being taxed um, as a luxury product. So that was what our performance was about. And during our research period, we found many a euphemism and funny phrase out there for being on your period. And one of them was called suffocating white mice. So that is the name <laughs> of our group chat. <laughs> um, and the other day, one of them was on there. In fact, the one that quite likes the look of you. Um, and she was saying about how there's some sort of TikTok rabbit hole um, that she got stuck down. That already sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, we. Um, where there's these step siblings who are dating and are together, but are openly on TikTok getting it on. I mean, technically, it's not illegal, but do I agree with it? I don't know. What would you say? They're not biologically related, but it's just kind of peculiar that your mum and dad are fucking and so are you in the next room. <laughs> Wowee. Oh. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Why have we gone here? We've just started. <laughs> yeah, so this sort of shit exists on the internet. So my story is nothing on that. Um, <laughs> I will 
go with the uh, the old motto, getting back on track. So I was talking about the fact that I was going to set up a family-wide OnlyFans account because that's an absolute lie. We were never actually going to. <laughs> it was all said in jest. Um, but I, I too found myself down a weird internet rabbit hole uh, on YouTube. This guy had put on there. I, I thought he was a nobody. I think actually he's more mainstream than I realised, this YouTuber. Mm. He'd said about how he was earning something stupid like three and a half grand a month just for posting pictures of his feet on the internet. And it wasn't even sordid. And he had hairy toes. He literally would take plain old pictures of his toes and feet. And he's earning all this money. So I went down to my parents like, Christ, look at this. Look at how much money he's earning. I've got an idea. Yeah. If he's making that much for one set of feet. Oh, that was it. Then we went on a on a FaceTime or some sort of video call to my brother. So I've like um dragged him in on it all and we're like we've got the perfect business idea if he's earning three and a half grand for one set of tootsies we've got four set of tootsies we could be fucking raking it in and and yeah being in lockdown bitch was pretty poor so (laughs) (laughs) it was a strong consideration but i went for saving my dignity and starting a podcast instead yeah you're sorry dave you're the backup plan you messaged me on twitter and um approached me with the idea of making this podcast were you thinking in the back of your head if he says no i've got to you know whack the sock off and get the camera out because i've got nothing left mum dad get your toes out (laughs) (laughs) so a few years ago um i'd been to the cinema with my mate and we went to the pub afterwards and we're having a lovely chat and randomly he just went anyway have you heard about the girl who's selling her bath water on the internet and i was like what and there's this 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 girl called Belle Delphine who she's like someone who dresses up in all this cosplay stuff. Um, mm. Saying dressing up in cosplay is like saying dressing up in dressing up. But she like sold her bath water and she had videos of an octopus and she's got an OnlyFans and I heard on I, she Ugh. was on Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast and she said she's gonna she said she's gonna do porn on her OnlyFans on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Wowie. Uh, I wish I'd stop saying wowee. I keep on saying that. It's very strange. Cut it out. Cut out the wowees. Wowee. So, <laughs> it always reminds me of Waluigi. Waluigi. Um... <laughs> Another one for you, sir. This podcast is sponsored by We Audition, the video chat community to audition, self-tape, rehearse and get expert industry advice. Through weaudition.com, you can find a rehearsal or self-tape partner instantly, audition and take general meetings on video chat and get career advice from industry professionals and also earn money for rehearsing with other actors. So it's got something for everyone. It covers all your acting needs. So for any of you listeners out there that might think this would be a useful tool for you, we have a nifty little 25% off pro membership promo code it is two actors 25 that's all in caps t-w-o-a-c-t-o-r-s 25 the numbers head on over there and pop your code in you're getting 25% off saving those pennies what a bonus that is when christmas is on its way so thanks to the fine folks at weaudition.com for sponsoring this podcast and thank you to you wonderful people for listening go check them out Back to the show. When you were at school, was stuff like meat spin and 
eel soup, etc. a thing. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Was the internet around when you... I'm were not that fucking old. <laughs> yes. Yes, dear. Back in my day, the, inter- the internet was nothing more than a flicker in a man's eye. Yes, the internet was around when I was younger. Thank you very much. I loved a bit of dial-up. We are both in our 20s still. I know, I know. I'm just nasty. I am at least until uh, next year sometime. Anyway. Well, I mean, if we stay stay friends, if we stay friends forever, Dave, (laughs) then one day you'll be able to take the piss out of me because I will be hitting 30 also. Yes, and I will be in my 30s too. (laughs) That'll mean you're almost hitting 40. Actually, it won't. Will it? Will it? (gasps) Will you be 40 before I'm 30? No, that doesn't work. Math, Scarlet, math. God, wowie. This... Oh, fucking wowie again. Wow, Luigi. Um... <laughs> You've said wowie too much. I can't cut it out of the edit, so it's going to have to be in. Uh, and uh, your Waluigi impression is hilarious. For some reason, you've cast Waluigi as an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't help myself. If anyone listening wants to see Scarlet cosplay as Waluigi, um, tweet <laughs> us at Two Actors Pod using the hashtag... Scarlet Waluigi, and that's Scarlet with two T's, and she'll and she'll do it. She'll do it and put it on her OnlyFans. Do not sign me up for things like this. Fuck. <laughs> so the eel soup. And, eel soup. And... I'm assuming eel is a euphemism for penis. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. This is why you reminded me of it with that girl that was with an octopus at Christmas or something and was going to do porn at Christmas. Uh, that's Belle Delphine. That story reminded me of the eel soup thing. And eel was not a euphemism for a willy. It was women actually funneling eels somewhere they shouldn't be. Uh, oh, oh mm. my God. Quite gross. I never ever saw it. I just, never just want the... to hear the word funneling again. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I don't know how we've got so far estranged from the original story, but you were talking about octopuses, so I thought. Don't pin this on me. Don't pin this thing. on me at all. And do you know that tentacle porn is a thing? I, I hate to respond to this, but I am aware that tentacle porn <laughs> is a thing. And toad. My brother told me about that. Not, toad. Yeah, I think he read it, and his mate had a weird bizarre magazine or something. Having a brother that was ten years older than me, it was always bound to be that. I would find things out. Like, this is quite funny. Um, he, he used to say, so he had like a PS2 um, and he used to play Grand Theft Auto. He'd be like, right, you can come and play this, but don't let mum and dad know that you're playing it. <laughs> and really, I only did it to drive the car around and beat people up, but I don't think that's probably, people wouldn't recommend that for a under 10 year old. <laughs> oh my God. Those games are 18. She's an illegal eagle. I remember I used to, because um, way back when I used to work in a supermarket. I won't say which one, because... Might want a job back there one day. <laughs> well, if the acting career fails, maybe. <laughs> I'll be like, hi, guys. I still, I still know how to scan stuff. But I remember working in a supermarket, and I actually refused selling a guy a Call of Duty game, because he was there with his kid. His kid was clearly 10 minus or something, and it was a Call of Duty game and it had 16 plus on it. And even though the adult was the one buying the game, because he turned to his kid and said, is that definitely the game you want? I <laughs> legally um, couldn't yeah. sell the game because I knew it was going to be for a kid. And he kicked off at me. Not the child, the adult. 
I just remembered another story of when I was working in this supermarket of when I thought I was going to get in trouble because of what I said. But I think the customer was too embarrassed and wouldn't have said anything. So, and I imagine, you know, our audience primarily are actors. And I imagine a lot of you actors have worked in supermarkets or retail before. And we've all we've all been there. We're sat at a till and someone turns up and they're about to purchase a packet of condoms. And yes, it is awkward. It is awkward when someone buys condoms because your immediate thought is sex. <laughs> but here's the thing. There is this, you know, unspoken law that if you are buying condoms and you can't go to a self-serve till, nothing is said between you or the cashier about buying said contraceptive material. Material? <laughs> Uh, anyway, it was this this guy wearing like an ill-fitted suit. He was like, I don't know, in his 40s or 50s or something. And he bought a pack of condoms and two bottles of wine. Instantly awkward. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything, not going to say anything. You should have but- got nice dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but he looked like the sort. He looked like a bit like, Ooh, a bit proud of himself. Oh, love a duck. Going to get laid. Yeah. And I was just like, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say anything. So I scanned them through quick as I can. And he just went, yep. And I was like, oh, fuck. And he was like, yep. Get her drunk and have my wicked way with her. I was like, oh. And without thinking, because who am I to pass up a comeback like that? As soon as he said that. Comeback. Wipe it right off your chin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But... I, I saw the opportunity and I took it and he said, you know, going to get a drunk and have my wicked way with her. And I instantly followed up with, so what, you need to get a drunk for her to have sex with you. And then I realised, oh, wait, I'm I'm working in the supermarket and I've just said that to the customer. <laughs> and he looked very sheepish, gave me the money and walked off. And I thought I was going to get in trouble. I thought he'd complain about me to customer services, but he didn't. Well, he shouldn't have been, shouldn't to be such a jack lad, should he? And then he probably would have been embarrassed having to bring up the subject and why he, you'd had that exchange anyway. I was thinking about jobs that actors take. And bear in mind, when I worked in a supermarket, this was back when I was in college and uni, so long before I became a professional actor. But I was chatting with my girlfriend Hannah and she found it bizarre that I'm an actor, yet I've never done bar work. And that's like one of the like pivotal jobs that all actors seem to do is I ever work mm. behind a... a work in a pub or work in a restaurant and I've never I've never done that I have worked in a bar but that was before I started acting professionally anyway it was while I was at college I would well consider doing it again as well because you can do it at night so mm. it hopefully wouldn't impinge too much on auditions and stuff the only problem would be having to jack it in every time you actually got a run of shows or yeah. a tour or something because they're not very good with time off you expect it to be like completely flexible which Mm. then it also doesn't work but you'd like to think there's so many staff that they are able to cover you but depending on your boss that's not always the way i work in an office for the local council um i i started that job and then on my fifth day i had to ask for the day off because i had an audition but luckily but luckily for me my boss at the time was a musician and so he kind of got it because he, you know... Mm, that's really fortunate. He got the whole artistic drive that I had. Um, but I had to really prove myself, because this was, uh, was an audition for Bouncers with Black Box Theatre Company. And I had to take time off for rehearsals. But we were touring a 
across like October to December or September to November, something like that. And it was every Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Oh, and Wednesdays actually as well. So on those days, I was having to come into work early at like 7 a.m., leave at three, you know, get a bus to the park and ride, drive to wherever the hell it was we were performing and then come back the next morning, start again. I had to really prove myself to my boss that I could still balance my full-time job and this show. I bet that was so stressful, though, being the first time that you'd had to juggle the two. I bet you were like, oh, Jesus Christ. Did it not like, were you like making lists of everything you had to do that day when you had to leave what time you were going to the toilet what time you were eating your snack (laughs) it was quite stressful like the mondays and tuesdays when i could come into work at a reasonable hour i was like oh this is much better but having to come in to the the office for seven o'clock just so i could do enough hours and then Mm. you know get up at the arse crack of dawn to get to the park and ride to get to the office and then do my job and then leave and then travel to um, the show and then come home late and then wake up early and at some point eat (laughs) Um, it was pretty stressful but it was worth it because I was doing something I love and I feel like with a lot of actors it's a sacrifice you'll make yeah doing a show Mm. is stressful but it's worth it especially because it was and it was a good show as well but it was really fun to do and I didn't really mind the fact that you know I was having to work and then do a show even though I was fucking exhausted (laughs) I'm not surprised another one for you miss so last night I went to my local co-op oh I'm famous David in our local area I am a celeb (laughs) I'm joking are you I walk out of my local convenience store last night with an arm full of beer ready for today hurrah um (laughs) And there is somebody that I do know um, who must have been listening and sort of, well, the last thing I expected him to say was, oh, there she is, the walking womb. The walking womb. <laughs> <laughs> it's got around. It's, it's caught on. Yeah. Amazing. And then I said That's... to him, I, I fucking wish I'd said mumbling minge, to be honest. That's funnier. <laughs> Walking womb. That's get if if we become uh, big enough that we can do merchandise, we're putting that on a t-shirt. Hashtag walking womb. It was just funny because I was sort of like stunted by it. I like what mumbling minge. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm with you. It was it was very funny. Or walking womb. Oh, that's an idea because I like mumbling minge. That sounds wrong. Wowie. Oh fucking hell! Cut the wowie. I'm not cutting the wowie. You've said it too many times. Okay, uh, people listening right now, go to Twitter. Which do you prefer? Use the hashtags, hashtag mumbling minge, hashtag walking womb. And after this episode airs, we're going to tally it up and we're going to see which is the the most popular. (laughs) What was the other one? He said another one as well. Trotting twat. (laughs) I don't think we've said that on the podcast. Trotting twat. No, obviously after I said walking womb, his brain was tingling and he was coming out with all sort of mobile minges all right if you like that hashtag trotting twat let's see which is the most popular walking womb mumbling minge or trotting twat speaking of convenience stores yes people that are still this far into the fucking pandemic not wearing a mask (sighs) and not wearing a sunflower lanyard either so this is a pet peeve people that walk into the shop 
and just pull their jumper up over their face? Are you having a fucking oh. laugh? That's not what was intended when they said that people were going to be having to wear masks compulsory yeah. in the majority of venues from now on. Yeah, exactly. And by this point, you should remember to have a mask. I mean, come like, on, we're so far. Have you so been living far... under a rock? Do you think, <laughs> like, have you not heard? Have you not thought, oh, isn't it strange? All these people with their fucking masks on. Does my fucking head in. So I, I started wearing a mask before. I started wearing it before it was cool. Hipster. <laughs> I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd started wearing a mask like before the government had said, you know, it was mandatory. Oh, but straight up, they're like, it's mandatory to wear a mask in, in shops. But shops are like when this first was announced, it's like it's going to be a hundred pound fine if you don't wear a mask. And then shops came out and Bollocks. said, we're not going to enforce this fine. Well, what's the fucking point then? Right. I'm starting to yeah. rant. I, oh, wear a fucking mask. OK, if you're listening, wear a mask and go out to shops. I have a feeling, though, that our audience is probably more leaning towards wearing a mask and being sensible. And it seems like a weird thing. Like, you know, the people that voted in this government are more likely to be the ones that won't follow the government's yeah. advice and wear yeah. a mask i've said this so many fucking times i think i may have even said this to you previously but i'm gonna say it again go for it because i just it just baffles me i think there's a collective of people that did vote in the conservative government yeah. and then there's obviously and and those people tend to be the ones that are like i'm not going to be controlled i won't be told what to do this is a democracy i'm not wearing a bit of cloth over my face in fact i'm not going to have this flu vaccine because it'll get stuck in the syringe the microchip that they're pumping into me oh. damn bill gates and all that fucking bollocks and then you've got another collective of people that didn't even vote this conservative government in but they are willing to do what they can to prevent the virus being passed on, i.e. wearing a mask, if there is any chance that it will stop yeah. those more at risk contracting the virus. And I just think it's down to your personal integrity <laughs> and your social conscience. <laughs> that Even if you don't have grandparents or, or any family yourself that are vulnerable, mm. how do you... How do you sleep at night knowing that <laughs> <laughs> that you could have killed somebody else's granny? There, I've said it. I'm fucking done. <laughs> Oh, masks again, the nose. Oh, right, yeah, okay. It it's no well, it's November at the time of recording. By the time this goes out, it'll be December. I guarantee there will still be people walking around wearing a mask, not covering their nose. By this point, you should fucking know you need to cover your mouth and your nose, okay? You have no excuse, all right? If you don't cover your nose, you may as well just flop your dick out of your jeans. It's, it's the equivalent to that, all right? Just The mask is big enough to cover that. And that's coming from me. My nose is quite big, all right? My girlfriend's made several jokes about it in the past. But my mask fits over my nose and my mouth. Oh, I was in a supermarket buying some drink for this recording and I saw someone lift up their mask to fucking cough in a supermarket. What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? What low. is wrong with you? You stupid dickhead. <laughs> oh, that's that too rants. I had a similar experience yesterday. Um, we two went <laughs> oh, shopping grief. for essentials. And this... <laughs> Beer for the podcast. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> this fella's walking along and he's got this great big tash and it's like um do you get beard gel 
You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, true. Sorry. I don't grow facial hair sorry very to well. Poke fun at your facial hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say some sort of beard sealant. Um, but he only had a moustache. He didn't have a a beard. He just had this very long moustache, and he looked like Captain Hook because his moustache was so long and pointy and and whatever you choose to do with your facial hair i'm not judging that's not the point he also had um some piercings in both cheeks if he's listening then i'm really narrowing oh this down as to who God. this would be um, that's a look and a half <laughs> so he had these two ball piercings in like where you would have dimples if you have dimples um and this huge tash he wasn't wearing a mask another was his other half she didn't have any facial arrangements did she did she look like really normal and boring yeah yeah she That's did so weird he look, he sounds so extravagant mm. yeah i'm quite but, but... impressed except for the fact i know i knew as you were talking he wasn't wearing a mask because you described his facial features or his facial accessories so eloquently <laughs> he... if you're listening wear a fucking mask yeah <laughs> neither of them were wearing a lanyard to suggest that they had any reason to not be wearing it but i mm. wholeheartedly believe he wasn't wearing a mask because it fucks up his mustache or he doesn't want anything near his piercing how long was his mustache i'm gonna go with a 15 centimeter ruler oh wow it was so big it, it was it big. went beyond the lips essentially yeah so it oh yeah yeah would be... it was like out of the face almost oh so it would have stuck out of a mask even Possibly, You'd have to like yeah. tuck that in. Yeah, but if we didn't put the sealant on it, <laughs> the gel, <laughs> the wax, the balm, I don't know, then it would just be floppy, I think. <laughs> A flaccid moustache. <laughs> So what would be wrong with fucking sticking a mask over it? We're not going out anywhere. So why the fuck do you need to prep your moustache? Well, exactly. Nobody wants to see your fucking face. You might give them COVID. Don't make (laughs) special arrangements in the morning to get those bad boys as pointy as possible. (laughs) Like, unreal. It just gets right up my nose. And the nose thing, that really annoys me. Because like you said, I mean, the owner of fairly big noses, both of us. (laughs) Like... Some of the most of the people that you see with their conks hanging out, they're the sort of nose I'd want to cover up if I was them. Like, take your opportunity, it won't be here forever, I hope. But, like, you've got an awful oh. nose, do cover it up. You're scaring the rest of the public. <laughs> oh, god, we should point out that some people, for various reasons, can't wear masks. I mean, one of my close no. friends, well, actually, well, one of my close friends, they struggle. Uh, wearing a mask for various reasons but they still try to because Mm. you know i mean way back when we thought the mask was protecting ourselves but now we know that the mask protects others from yourself i do understand there are lots of conditions which mean that it just isn't possible for you i think people should make the effort to try and get one get hold of one of those lanyards just Mm. because it stops judgy bitches like us getting on our (laughs) high horse about you covering up your face (laughs) so like wearing a mask it, at most, you could have prevented someone from getting an infectious disease that could have killed them. At the very least, you just wore a bit of cloth on your face. That's it. That's literally it, okay? None of this, mm. I'm not going to be controlled and be a sheep. Oh, and fucking hell. It's especially having watched all the coverage of the election in America that happened a while back. 
um, all these people going, I'm not going to be a sheep and wear a mask, but I'm going to believe everything Donald Trump says. Election fraud? That definitely happened. Even though there's no proof, he's just making it up because he's just bitter that he lost. And at the time of recording this, he still hasn't fucking conceded. When the time this episode comes out, he probably still won't have. He probably won't have when Biden's in power and has been for four years. He'll be like, I won the election. It was totally rigged. I'm sorry. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on. The reason fucking Donald Trump is probably saying the election was rigged, I should have won, is because he probably tried to get the election rigged for him to win. So the fact he didn't win, he's probably like, well, it's clearly rigged. And the fact as well, he told all of his fucking supporters, you know, he downplayed the virus, downplayed wearing a mask. Well, here's a crazy idea, Don. The reason why you didn't get as many votes as Joe Biden was because most of your supporters probably died from COVID because you told them Mm. not to fucking worry about it, you stupid orange fucking cunt prick. Oh, wear a mask, you dumbasses. America's fucked. Oh, who cares? (laughs) Biden's in control of a sinking ship. They've blown so many holes in it. And it's like, here you go, Biden, take the wheel. Don't fall asleep in it. Good luck. Sayonara. (laughs) Oh. Um, <laughs> speaking of the, you said about being one of the first hipsters to start wearing a mask, weren't you? Did I ever send you that picture of me wearing one to work in January? I think it was. Yeah, you. I remember you wearing a mask. This was, this was when COVID was. You know, it had been announced. It was just like, oh, it's in China. We'll be fine. Yeah, the the COVID tour of the world hadn't quite hit the UK just yet, but there were a few <laughs> cases. Like, there was that guy who was called a super spreader because he'd infected, like, 12 people or something. Oh, the one that went on the ski trip or something. Yeah, and he didn't realise he had COVID and he then brought it into this Mm. country and he was fucking strung up to... He was strung up to dry by the media. (laughs) They may as well have just called him a murderer. And I felt sorry for the guy because he didn't know. No, no. And if, if we'd been made more, like, aware of what was going on, then... That might not have been the case. He might have been more vigilant, like checking on symptoms and stuff like that and not just writing it off as a normal fever or cold or flu. So The thing is, what makes it so deadly is that you can have COVID without knowing that you have it. Exactly. That's that's the most worrying thing, isn't it? That you could pass it on to somebody without even knowing. Yeah, because Idris Elba, like way back when he announced that he had COVID, he'd had a positive test, even though he didn't have any symptoms. Bearing in mind, this was at the start of the year. I'm not sure why mm. Idris Elba had been tested for COVID when, you know, mass testing wasn't a thing, apart from the fact he's famous. I've got nothing against but... Idris Elba. He's a lovely enough. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. Love to work with him one day. Yeah. <laughs> as if i'm gonna um, meet him who cares <laughs> the wearing the mask thing really early on mm. and i was having people because i worked at a post office i'm gonna generalize here well in fact there would even be school kids that stood outside going oh she got covid <laughs> in fact they didn't say covid they were like it's coronavirus she's got rona lona lona um <laughs> and they'd be so cruel <laughs> So there would be that. There would be other people that would step back and go, Ugh, is that for me or for you? Are you protecting yourself from me? Or have you got something, right? And then there'd be another collective of people. And I'm not going to lie, they were older. There was this one guy in particular. <laughs> he leant through because there's like plastic shielding around a post office. I suppose it's stop, yeah. stop people robbing money, stamps or any other sort of goods from you. And this bloke leant right into it. He'd come to pick up his pension. I hope you're listening. <laughs> he leant through. 
through this fucking children thing and went to me, you're a selfish girl. You're causing panic for no reason. Selfish little bitch. Wow. And what I thought, a dick. What a fucking asshole. Me wearing this over my face has nothing to do with you. Basically, yeah. because the people that would sort of stumble into the shop and look back at me and the filthy look they would give. And then they'd mm. be like, oh, I'm going to pay on card. I don't want to touch you. It's not me. I don't want to fucking take something home to my grandparent or my dad, who's like clinically vulnerable. Mm. Have some fucking decency. So on more than one occasion, I would have what I would now call COVID idiots walk in and start coughing at me. This is harsh as fuck, but I hope those people either got it and really suffered or now feel like absolute mugs because they're walking around in their granny's handmade fucking face mask. I mean, I'm sure their grannies have done a wonderful <laughs> job on their face masks, but I understand what you mean, yeah. <laughs> like, before we went into full lockdown, people are going, oh, it's not that bad, it's not that bad. Part of that kind of comes from the fact that our wonderful government were completely downplaying it and good old Boris Johnson, like, I, 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 you know, I, I was at a hospital and I, I saw some COVID patients and I, and I shook hands with everybody. Two weeks later, I've got COVID. Sorry, yeah. you're, you're in charge. You're the prime minister. You're the last person that should be getting coronavirus. Yeah, just to set a fucking example. Exactly. It's like when, well... <laughs> I was about to say when Trump had it, but let's be honest, he didn't have it. He used it as like an as an attempt to get sympathy mm. from the voters. PR stunt. Yeah. Like, did you see that? Um, oh, it was after he came back from hospital, um, the White House released this awful video. Oh, where he was stood on the balcony yeah, with his mask that, on. <laughs> and he whipped it off yeah. and the helicopter was there. And I was watching it. And I'm, Joseph Goebbels would look at that video and go, that's a bit much, mate. <laughs> We're getting a bit political this podcast. Yeah, how did it take such a serious yeah. turn? That's last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar. So I've had enough ranting for today, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off. Yeah, yeah, me too. This is what happens when we don't have a topic and we're redoing an episode that I fucked up on. We've covered loads of different bases. We have. You've got a real flavour for Scarlett and David's Moni side. <laughs> Well, next week's one will be a bit more light-hearted as it's our Christmas... Christmas? The fucking... Christmas? It's our Christmas <laughs> special. Woo! Christmas. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. <laughs> and we've got a special guest as well next Christmas. Uh, not next Christmas, next episode. <laughs> but all will be revealed yeah. probably before it comes out. Look out for the title. You're very proud of, of the title, it's aren't you? It's an interesting pun. But yeah, we've got our Christmas special and then our New Year's special. A lot of alcohol will be consumed, but, you know, that's the way life is. That's the way lockdown is. Yeah. I imagine people that own breweries have been raking it in the entirety of this year. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know about you, but going into local convenience stores and supermarkets, there always seems to be a stack of booze. But that stack of booze is pretty small these days. Yeah. I do remember, like, I think it was halfway through the first lockdown. Because at the start of lockdown, like at the very, very start, Hannah had COVID symptoms. We were in full self-isolation for those two weeks. My parents, bless them, they did some food shops for us because this was at a time when you couldn't get a delivery slot to save your life. We felt a bit awkward 
you know, when my dad's calling me going, what food do you need? What supplies have you run out of? I felt a bit awkward going, oh, while you're there, dad, get us a crate. Because <laughs> <laughs> they bought food for us and they were very kind, didn't ask for any money or anything. But when, because, you know, spoiler alert, Hannah survived, which you should know because she was on last week's episode. <laughs> um, and we were able to go out to shops and we did at the start of lockdown, I'm not going to lie, we did stock up a little bit on the... Uh, liquor beverages but halfway through lockdown we found in our local convenience store a lot of empty shelves most of that may have been us (laughs) (laughs) thinking i'll get a weekend's worth of beer coming back the next day that wasn't enough (laughs) (laughs) but yeah tune in for our christmas special next week and don't forget which do you prefer hashtag walking womb hashtag what were they walking womb mumbling minge Hashtag mumbling minge and, and hashtag trotting twat. Trotting twat. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we want, we do want to see those hashtags and it also proves that people are listening. <laughs> yeah. What are you two still doing here? Go on, sling your hook. Bye, Dave. Bye, Scarlett. And um, big thank you to Rotaries for our soundtrack and Megan Siggers for our artwork. And a massive thanks to all of you listening to us waffling on. Find us on, uh, you know, the social medias. Give us a like, a follow, a nudge, a poke, all those things. We love it. And subscribe to us because we need validation.